good in the good. Did you see the memo about this? Yeah. It's good. It's good. I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. I'm Amy, I'm the host of The Good and the Good. I'm joined by Ray Allen Fletcher, my again, co-host. The government name again. I, I, I just like using it. Sorry, love. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Fine. It's fine. And then this week, we are joined by the bearded wonder, Barry. Hey. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? doing great, Barry. Good. good to have you here, man. The G-Boat, the greatest beard of all time. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Going on I'm, my I'm, mantle. Going on my mantle. I'm totally into facial hair, obviously. So uh-huh. I'm just like... Barry has an awesome beard. I only my only interaction with you so far was has through social media. Only probably. through social media. Yeah. And I told Ray, I was like, oh my God, Barry has the best birthday posts. I was oh like, yeah. That's all my Instagram is now. Yeah. It started as just like a a collage of just like, you know, saying good job with all my friends, like at Calabunga Bay. And then now it's just like every time there's a birthday, I was like, yeah, let's, let's, let's use the journalism degree and talk about my friends. You do a great job. It completely embodies the good and the good. That's all I'm saying. The way that you, because our podcast is supposed to make people feel good. And every time I read your birthday posts, I'm just kind of like, that is the sweetest. Okay. I have to read one out loud. Okay. I have to share it because I know some of you lazy people are lazy to go and check it out. And by the way, it's Instagram, the underscore bearded underscore wonder underscore 97. A lot of underscores. And you have like this. So there's one, your one friend, Zach, he goes, yeah. it's been a pleasure to get to know you over the summer. Probably my favorite memory of you is for the July where we decided to put flags in our hats. Definitely a top tier idea from you, my friend. You are very thoughtful as well. And then you go on to say, I remember you taking me home one day and before we left, you helped someone restart their whole car. Then that's what make you that's what makes you an overall great dude, man. And I can't wait to keep seeing you grow. Enjoy your 18th. The way I keep seeing you act, you're going to be adjusting ad- adulthood just fine. And you have a great support system to help you when you need it. Enjoy your day. You deserve it. And I'm like, <laughs> she's never met Zach. I've never met Zach. Sounds like a great dude, though. Oh, yeah. like an awesome dude. Like helping people out on the side of the road oh, yeah. you know what i mean like i'm just like has anyone ever made a post for you no uh when's yeah, your birthday one june 17th oh, okay but uh one one time i uh his brother mm-hmm. zach's brother jacob he he did a i think he did a post he did a post about me uh, just being a, a good worker because he he's the one that hired me so without him i would have never worked at calabunga bay oh yeah so shout out Jacob. <laughs> it's always shout who you out. know yeah. to get these like super fun jobs. Well, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I just walked in one day because it was um, I had a like a caseworker because you know I have a disability. So like the caseworkers like came in and uh, she's like, oh, we'll find you a job. You worked your two weeks at Goodwill. Um, would you ever consider working at a water park? And this was right when COVID was like happening. Mm. And they're like, they're going to be looking for people. It's not going to be full capacity. So it's not, it shouldn't like freak you out or anything. And I was like, I mean, heck, if they're hiring, it's right across, it's right where I live. Might as well go down. So then I went down, uh, I meet Jacob and I meet Mary and they're like, so do you want the job? And I was like, yeah, I mean, that sounds thing. And so they do the whole interview process. They asked me the last time I lied, which was (laughs) a weird question. I was like, when's the last time you lied? And I was like, 
honestly, man, I don't know. Like a white lie, my and I was like, the best white lie I could say is like, you know, when every time when you know when a girl says, "Do I look fat in something?" You're like, no, never. <laughs> that, so, that is the you that's lie. That's a good answer. That is a good answer. That's the best white lie that I could say. Mm-hmm. And then so he's like, I he, so then they asked me, so they're like, why don't you have any experience? Like you, I mean, you're a little up there. And I was like, well. To be honest, nobody gives me a shot. They see disability and they get scared and they don't want to they don't want to go about it. So I was like, hey, if you give me an opportunity. If I suck for two weeks, cut me loose. No harm, no foul. And then uh, but if I if I'm good, keep me on. And uh, later down the line, like, after a year, like Jacob came up to me, he's like, that's the reason why I hired you. You were like you gave me it's like we're all about giving opportunities. And then uh, you you were you were straight up with me. If I suck, let me go. If I mm-hmm. don't. So, yeah, we've been working there for three years now. Wow. Damn, that's amazing. Yeah. That was a great, I mean, aww. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but you worked at Goodwill. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you had experience. It's better than a lot of kids who don't have any. It was only for two weeks, though. Oh. It was, like, a training thing. So, the the, the, the Goodwill, because it's part of the program, so, like, everybody goes through the Goodwill program, mm-hmm. and then they, they judge you on, like, your money management, like, the cash registering. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you deal with like customers uh, stacking a store and so do you like dealing with customers? Yeah, I mean I've had I could go all day about some stories where it's like when I was first starting out I couldn't open up a beer bottle so one guy was getting so upset but then you know had managers that would just back him off. Oh yeah my Ray can open a beer bottle with his teeth <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I can't. Oh, you can't. That's not you. No, that's not me. That's <laughs> oh, my, just kidding. That's my uncle. There you go. But he's a, I could have used him. Yeah. Because they had an opener that was just so busted. So ever since then, I always carry one. So learn from your mistakes that yeah. way. Yeah. But from that story, it was just like the guy was just getting all over my face. And my manager at the time, Lexi, was just like, Barry, he doesn't need one. Go take a lap and then I'm going to handle this. So we gave, we gave him the beer and then he tried to get back another one. And Lexi's like, you really think we're going to give you a second one after you just berated berated one of, our one of our employees it's like one minute to things she's like you can go <laughs> oh, that's awesome well that's a really good work environment that they were so supportive and yeah you have to and when you're customer facing i feel like it's it's employees against the world you know what i mean like that's mm. how you buy you know it's like you it's a bonding thing so yeah but yeah so i'm, I'm gonna start off with you very much what's good <laughs> oh what's good <laughs> Uh, for me, I my good is uh, talking to uh, my family. So uh, I just got done with a weird conversation with my seventy-seven-year-old uh, aunt. Oh. oh, yeah. Are they? Is she here or? No, she lives in New Jersey. Okay. She doesn't like. Fl- she hates flying. So she, I've never seen her, but I've only talked to her over the phone. So like phone. No I've, Facetime. No, no Facetime. Well, she just she. That's the funny thing about the conversations we have. She has an iPhone. Every time she calls me up and she asks me about her iPhone six plus, it's the best one. And <laughs> oh no, she okay. you're not wrong. Actually, she doesn't like the one. She liked her four. She liked her four because it was smaller. Mm, okay. But and she would just ask me. All, I mean, I love my aunt, but she always asked me the technology questions, and, I was, and I'm just like, well, you go to the settings, and she's like, what's the settings button? So I'm like, you look at the app with the gears so just being patient with uh you know family and just all the stories that they say because she's like she's alone now because uh uh 
unfortunately my uncle Sal like passed away a while back so it's mm-hmm. just her so she just calls me up and she's just like Barry how do I do this and I was like well you could try this this and this and she's like oh okay so how's the weather in Nevada I was like hot how's the weather in New Jersey she's like cold <laughs> <laughs> is she, so how is she related to you like your dad your mom on my mom's side she your mom's yeah, sister she, yeah uh-huh. she would know um she just basically grew I don't know like I think I can't say if She's actually my aunt. I think I've just been keep calling. I've known her my aunt for because mm-hmm. um, it would be Aunt Margie. And then she was around for my sister, um, my mother, Aunt, um, Aunt Marion, and then also uh, Aunt Ellie and then Aaron and then then my mom. Does she have her own kids? She does. Yeah. But they, but you know, they don't talk to her like no, you they, do. They they do, but it's like I'm the one in the on the she would always say I'm the one on the family that every time she picks every time she calls, I'm like how we doing it cuz I love her, but she talks a lot on the phone. <laughs> She's one of those where it's like she could take a uh, maybe a quick like 5 minute how do I help you on the phone and then you're on the phone for 45 minutes. Nice. So nice. I mean, she knows how to gab. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that used to be me. That's I think that's why we got so close cuz uh when I was younger, I I had the gift of gab too, so we would just talk. She would always ask me about my school and then, you know, now it's kind of weird cuz I graduated, so she's like, "Well, I can't talk to you about school anymore, so how's the how's the working thing? Yeah. How's your love life?" And I was like, same as it's been the last time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys talk about love life too? Oh, she tries. She's oh, that's like, so cute. oh, well, she loves the birthday post because every time I post about a girl, she's like, is, is that, that her? Is that her? <laughs> Who do you? I was like, no, she's just a friend. What do you mean? You don't just post about it. Uh, I was like, yes, I do post about everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so here's the real question. Yes. When is Barry going to get out to New Jersey to see Ant? I know. I know. I need to. I need That'd to get be out. really cool. That would be because I, I like, I haven't been. I don't know. I need to get back to New Jersey. Are you from Vegas originally or? Uh so I've basically lived here all my life, but Colorado gets to claim me uh, okay. as a as a resident cuz I was born there. Uh-huh. What part but, of Colorado? Uh Parker, Colorado. Oh, okay. Uh near Denver. Okay. Um you know. You look like a mountain man. <laughs> so that's the that's the that's the Denver in me, but uh mm-hmm. So no. when did you move here? Um 2000, so I was like Three, because I was born in '97. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, the bearded one in '97. Yep. Oh, okay. So yeah, I've Nevada's been my home, but Colorado. So if I ever make it famous, Colorado gets to claim me. But I've no. lived. We're taking no. it, Colorado. No. F you, Colorado. <laughs> um, just kidding. No. But uh, so we, who else do you talk Barry. to? Like, do your parents all live here too? Uh, or? yeah, my dad live. Yeah, my uh, my dad lives here. My closest relative was my grandma, because she finally moved out west. Uh. A little while back, uh, she lives in Arizona, and then I have my mom's sister, Aunt Ellie, in Florida, and then everybody else is in, everybody else is in Jersey. So my dad was the one that broke away. Do you know why? Did he break away from the mob? Uh, I'm just kidding. Well, he could be a mobster. If you ever, I mean, I can't post any pictures of him because he 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 claims to be in the mob, but Uh. (laughs) um, um, I don't know. I don't know why he left New Jersey. I'm assuming because a better job in Colorado because he used to work for like FedEx. But uh, the way he a funny story on the way he uh, broke the news to his family is that um, Billy Joel just came out with that song. Um, it's my life. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he's on the way to do he's on the way to Colorado is 
and it's kind of a bad story because when you hear the song, when you listen to the song, it's kind of mean. But his his uh his his mom, my grandma, is calling him, and he's like, "Where are you off to?" And as he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm off on a trip." Um, what I want you to do is I want you to go to a record store and pick up this new record by Billy Joel. It's my life. And, oh my! And uh, that's uh. And that's how he dropped the news? That's how he dropped the news that he was moving to Colorado. Oh. Wow. Would you ever leave Vegas? I don't think so. Yeah. I like I like it here. It's I booming. It here. It's yeah. booming now with all the sports. Because mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I've seen it with zero teams and just being at UNLV, with just having UNLV and then the occasional XFL team or... We had the 51s. We had the 51s, yes. Uh, but, <laughs> but that's it. Complete that's silence. It. We had like... the... The Wranglers? The Wranglers, yeah. Yeah. Globetrotters would come through. We did have the hockey team that played in the the Orleans. That's the Wranglers. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So what are you how are you using your degree? Ooh. How um right now I'm with the production team with the Golden Knights. So that's how I'm using it. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. How was that interview process like? Oh, there was none. What? Yeah. You got it like that? I don't I don't I don't know if I don't know if this is gonna be good on air, but uh They'll, they'll probably like, um, cause you know, it was all through UNLV actually. Cause they came in and it was a big thing. They're all like, come on down. If you, the golden Knights are coming, don't you be stupid not to show up and just see the people. So they were doing a presentation on what they do. It's all about a in-house production of just keeping the stadium atmosphere up and like making sure the fans are happy. So you're, so our job is like getting, uh, basically, the people that get on the jumbotron, like crowd shots, and then the occasional game shots too. So they were just like, we're, "We need people, like you know, we're expanding. We, you know, Bill Foley wants to buy a team every other day." <laughs> yeah, no kidding, that dude is wild. He's he, like, "I'm gonna buy this." I'm gonna buy that. So like, we're he's like, they're like, "We need people," and um, I was still in school at the time, so I didn't jump on it immediately. But then it's like, because I was, I had that mindset of like, "Oh, I need a degree before I can." jump on anything they're not going to hire me but then um so i emailed it right after right i got like same day after graduation i was like i got my degree now when can i shadow and then they brought me into shadow they said do you want to does this seem like something you want to do and i said yeah and they're like okay send us your resume we know you i think probably rt gave them my blessing yeah (laughs) yeah and like they saw that i was around here a lot but it was just uh Send us your resume and you got the job and you'll just because they just want you to learn how to do production. So I've done the social board and uh, the ca- the robo cam around uh, the lower bowl of the uh, T-Mobile Arena. Do they only do lower bowl? No. Oh, no. They get up there every once in a while. We have season tickets in the upper sec- uh, upper level. So that's why she was asking. Because our never... kids always try to get on the yeah. board. Right. They're all like that's like. But they could yeah. die happy if yes. they can make it on the on the big screen, right? And so, but I never see it float all the way up there. Oh, man. So you control get... that? Well, I control. I've done the. I've done the lower. I can only control the lower bowl. Mm-hmm. I just gotta go. Let me go talk to the other camera people. <laughs> Tell me what section you guys are in. <laughs> they just got the two, two, two. <laughs> two, 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 expenses no that makes that sounds like a really fun job it is and then uh so that's almost ending so but like i said we work with every other team so i have the night i'm working with the night hawks now so it's a great opportunity they were here today at the job fair so i hope more people jump on it as well babe (laughs) (laughs) i'm all right (laughs) but you know how he said rt probably gave him a uh 
recommendation, but if, if he was to ask anyone down here, they would all recommend Barry. Barry is here at 2 a.m. just hustling, babe. Like, we graduated at the same time, mm-hmm. but I would be, like, leaving at 7, 8, and I see Barry just sitting in the dark, kind of... A lot in the dark. Gotham-like, just <laughs> doing his work, just n- knocking it out, and come Damn. to find out, I see social media posts at 1.30 in the morning talking about he's still here. I'm like, this man is dedicated. He was dedicated to getting his education. He got the degree, and he's out there hustling, man. I love it. Love to see it. Yeah. We're just trying to be like you, Ray. Oh, come on now. That's it. That's it. I don't know about all that. (laughs) You're the Uncle Ray for a reason. Because originally, when I first saw you, I thought you weren't a student. Really? 100%. What's he saying? That you're old? Yeah. No, no, not that you're old. I was just like. Definitely looked like definitely looked like a professor, and I was like, "Oh no, you're one of us." I was like, "Oh, even better." <laughs> Mind being a professor, but you know, uh, it's not there yet. Speaking of which, Jordan today, babe, she took. I was standing in the office talking to her, and she took a phone call, and it was her mom. She goes, "Hey, mom, say hi to Ray, the old guy of the group." I was like, "Damn, it's like that." Uh, so yeah, but that's another reference to me being old. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> But so that's so you're good is getting a dream job after your bachelor's yep. and talking to family Keeping in yeah. touch with family Keeping in touch, with, in touch family. with family. That's important. It's super important. Yeah. And I think, you know, I love to see it that people are still doing that. Yep. Especially as you get older. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. hard when you get old. You got jobs, you got responsibilities, bills to pay and things to do. And keeps it's tough. But the oh, fact yeah. that you so do is it there. Very... So is there no time to find a lady? Or partner in life. <laughs> I plead the fifth on okay. that one. <laughs> I had to ask. I was just gonna throw it out there to see if it sticks. Yeah. When uh, when what if if you guys do another if you do a back to back recording, Diego could probably fill you in on more He's on that. Shed some light on it. All right. Yes, Diego's gonna give me the tea. All right. So, babe, how about you? What's good? I was thinking about this, and I was gonna we. We talked about facial hair already. I was going to go with facial hair as my nice. good for today because, you know, I rock the beard too. Yeah. I, of course, can't grow it like Barry. My my cheeks don't grow in like that, but that's okay. But I'll change it up. And um, I was thinking about it. And the other day I was listening to a Spotify playlist. Uh, it was called I Love My Underground Classics. Okay. And a song came on and I was like, this song, uh, it's called B-Boy Document by High and Mighty and Most Def. And it came on, and I was instantly transported back to being like a ten-year-old kid playing Tony Hawk on my on my PlayStation One, Tony Hawk Two. So my good is music that takes you back to a place or a memory or a time. Um, I think that's just an incredible thing how music is associated, or and other things too, movies stuff like that gets associated in your mind with a certain time or a certain place, and it transported me there. So I'm like. I go home and I start. I downloaded Tony Hawk Two remastered, nice. and started playing it because that's that's what the music did for me. It's pretty incredible. What it, would you do if uh, if they were to make a movie about you? Because I always ask that question when people talk about music. Like, what would be like the opening credit, the opening soundtrack yeah. of my movie? Like, oh man, that's a great question. I'm gonna think about it and come back to that because I don't know off the top of my head. Do you have one? Uh, probably would go with like a Bruce Springsteen song. Okay. Uh, probably like maybe, God, there's so many good Bruce, definitely a Bruce Springsteen song. I don't know one off the top of my, like. One I could think of was Born in the USA, but. No, not Born in the USA. <laughs> we're going to go. We're gonna go factual? We're going <laughs> to That is factual. We're going to, we're going to go probably with a deeper cut than that one. Um, 
The Wish is a good song if you guys ever okay, want to listen yeah. to The Wish. Um, Do you want to sing a few bars for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My okay, mine would be uh, Three Little Birdies by Bob Marley. Okay. Um, I'm a big Bob fan. This yeah. song, I've talked about it a couple of times. Probably not on this pod, but on a different pod. And um, this Three Little Birdies song is a song that, like, yes, I like Bob because I smoke weed. But, like, in reality, Bob makes really good music. Yeah. Really good music. And this particular song, uh, I used to sing to my daughter when uh, Amy was pregnant. So I would sing to her. It was just in utero. In utero. Um, and then I would sing it to her whenever she would cry. When she After she was born, she would, you know, cry. Mm-hmm. Anytime I'd sing the song, she would instantly stop crying. And it was just a magical thing. And then I taught the trick to my uh, mother-in-law, but it didn't work when she would sing the song. It only worked. <laughs> it's only you. Yeah, it, it has would to be have your to be voice, me. love. Uh, and then when she was like five or six, she would uh, ask me to sing "Daddy's Song." She would call it "Daddy's Song." Oh, that's like, so Daddy precious. Daddy's Song. And so I would sing that song to her, and she'd oh. fall asleep. And so that would probably be the opening credits to my movie that's awesome yeah. no that is so sweet the power of music the power of music the power of music yeah. do you have a song that would like take you to a place or if you heard it or Ooh. anything like that um well i think just music has that power in general like if i throw on like any taylor swift song i'm back in high school or just like did you went to taylor swift yes was that incredible or it what? was incredible yeah yeah Oh it was, God. I mean... Were you on the first... There was two nights, right? Yeah. Were so, first, first night. First night? First night. T-Swizzle. T-Swizzle. Where were you seated? So, originally, I was section, like, 309, but then, uh, you know, the disability came into handy, and <laughs> and I was like, I don't really want to... I'm alone. I bought one ticket, uh, and I was like, is there any, like, disability sitting there? Like, oh, yeah, come... Uh, Diego's uh, stepmom, Rachel, hugged me up, and she's all like, go into the guest services, tell them that you're disabled, and then they'll put you on um, the high... Uh, they'll put you, keep you on the floor, but it would be, like, section 100, 111, or whatever, and then that's just, like, the disability um, section for, like, uh, people in wheelchairs and stuff like that, so... From instead of going way up in three oh nine, I'm I was at one hundred like where the sound quality was probably amazing. Yeah. Uh. Well, see, I've I've only been to two concerts. I've been to Elton John. Well, three concerts. One where I was a baby, Bruce Springsteen. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I was uh I was um uh it was in Denver and I had like surgeries for um the cerebral palsy that I have so. I mean, I don't know how factual this is, but my mom and my dad swear by it. I was, I, I had cast everywhere, and when um, Bruce came out, opening song was uh, "My Love Won't Let You Down," which is my one of my favorite songs. So that might also be on the, yep. on the uh, soundtrack. But uh, you just see Barry just head banging, and I was like, oh, so cute. that would be cool if we had video proof. But yeah, I'm gonna right. just, <laughs> <laughs> they I'm wouldn't gonna, lie about that. I, I, I don't think they would either, but. <laughs> That's crazy. I was like, why would, how would you take a baby that's got cat? I was like, we got tickets. I was like, all right, fair. Yeah. Like once tickets are bought and they're non-refundable. And you're going. You're going. They're, they're, they're going to make it happen. But yeah. So then back to Taylor Swift, because mm-hmm. uh, people say the sound system isn't there. So they she maybe brought of her own, but I thought she sounded great. It's the upper section that has trouble there. But you see, I went and I saw Elton and I was in the upper section and, fine. and I thought he was fine. Because we did the Imagine Dragons in, uh, was it Machine Gun Kelly or whoever it was? Okay. And that, you couldn't hear nothing in the 400s. Really? Yeah. Um, wow. I was, we were sitting in the 
Uh, in the nice there. seats. Yeah, in the club seats. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we had great. Club. You had great time. <laughs> My brother was sitting up in the 400s. In the nosebleeds. Uh, and he, he said, said no. couldn't hear nothing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Do they ask to verify if you're like? How do they verify that you're disabled? They do, no. Most of the time they don't. But um, ever since I, I just recently went to the DMV. So uh, they, when you get the placard, they also give you like a piece of paper. So if they do. Now I have that piece of paper if they want to ask to verify, but most of the time, I just just today like you could see the way how I walk. My gait is a little weird, so um, just today while I was walking um, back down campus, a guy came up a wheel guy came up within a wheelchair and he's like, "Hey, my fellow disabled brother, you want to <laughs> join? You want to join my uh, a wheelchair basketball league?" And I was like. Dude, we just met, but okay. <laughs> Sounds kind of fun. <laughs> Sounds kind of fun. He's like, where do you live? I was like, Boulder Highway. I was like, oh, you're in Narnia. I don't know if you're going to be able to make it. <laughs> Narnia. Narnia. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right, man. Well, Where was the league? Is it like in Tarkanian? Or he said on Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh, that's not su- like ben- he said Bonanza in Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh, that is yeah. hell of far. So, Okay. I wish them luck. Yeah, so, wait, right. so, but even if you're not in a wheelchair, he was totally gonna invite you to. Yeah, he was just do like, well, you're, you're still, yeah, you're still gonna. He's like, you'll still play in a wheelchair, but you're part of the disabled community. So, like, they're just looking for people. And I was like, weird place to start at UNLV, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah. That's cool, man. No, that. So he just looked at you and was yeah. like, yeah, he's disabled. Yeah. That's for sure. A hundred percent. I, I guess I'm just not that observant because I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like. It just... You will, you will want, cause, cause I, I, I've, from what I've heard with all my other friends, one, once they've made friends with me, you just, we start appearing. <laughs> it's like when you buy a car and then you see that you car see that everywhere. Car everywhere. Like, what? I, was, I was like, that's a weird, I, that I was, an okay. Odd thing. Okay. it's an odd thing, but I guess it works for some people. They're like, I see people more and more with cerebral palsy. And I was like. It's not. Is that a good thing? Is that is that a, a is other varying like uh, there is now there of... is now. I oh. just found this out like okay. a while back. I don't know what level I am. I'm a, I'm lucky, so I think I would probably be level one. But there's now five levels to it now, oh. and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Back when I back when I was born, there was only you know it's either you um because obviously I'm verbal and I can walk, but you know I got a little bit weird of a gait. But then there's people that are way less fortunate that are in wheelchairs mm-hmm. and they can't talk. So those were the two extremes. So oh, okay. it's just all in the size of the, cause when you have a cerebral palsy, uh, uh, there's a hole in your brain. So mm-hmm. it's all just based on the side cause of the lack of oxygen when you're born. And it didn't help that I was premature. Mm-hmm. So how old were you when you were born? How many weeks? Um, Do you know? I was not that far off cause I was going to be born uh, I was born June 17th. I was scheduled to be born July 23rd, which is my dad and my grandmother's birthday. Oh. So I was going to be the third third person. And I, I always judge, well, two, there's already two people on that day, so three is going to be crowded. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I want to have my own birthday. Yeah, so, I'm coming out when I want to come So not, I wasn't that far oh. off, but yeah. they still, still was a contributing factor. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I learned something new today. Learn something new every, every day. That's also a good. Every yeah, day. that is a good. Yeah. So, um, music, being transported to specific t- specific time in yeah, your life. Yeah. Enjoying that. That's awesome. What's your good, babe? My my good. Okay. 
Do you ever watch the move, the show The Last of Us? Have you seen it? I've seen one episode. I'm a, I'm aware of what happens. Yeah, like this, it's an end of the world yeah. type of thing. Have you played the video game? No, but okay. my sister was obsessed with it. Nah. She loved that game to death. She doesn't like the sequel. No. Oh. I don't think anybody does. I haven't played the sequel, so I don't know. But All right. I'm a, where are you going yeah. with this? So, my good uh-huh. is that we don't live in that world. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you mean, yet? I mean, like... I don't even want to think about it. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, we are not we do we do not currently live in, in the a, Last of Us realm in that in that realm or the Walking Dead realm yeah. or the Mandalorian realm, right? Like, yeah. I love watching all those shows, those sci-fi shows, apocalyptic shows, but it because it makes me be thankful about our current life no, right that's, now. That's a cool res- perspective. When that one lady. Like sacrifice. So, so there's an episode. There's one episode where the one lady like sacrifices spoiler her alert. life. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert for the greater good. Yeah. Being very general here, she gets she, like, so she's trying to like blow herself up. She like douse the whole place with gasoline, mm-hmm. and so she has a Zippo lighter, right? And the Zippo lighter, like all other movies, doesn't want to work. Doesn't want to work. Like Zippo's whole advertising is about they always work. How reliable they are. And for some reason in the movies, they don't. So she's trying to flick this lighter and like all the, you know, fungus people are coming and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the fungus guy like makes out with her. What? Like it's like the nastiest thing. Like it's gross because imagine like fungus coming yeah, out of yeah. your mouth and entering into your hand, into your mouth. And she like lets him make out with her and then she finally like gets the lighter Is to the work fungus, and it blows Was the out. fungus guy related to the... Did they... No. No. Oh. No, it's a complete stranger. A random zombie, bro. Random oh. zombie. So like, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> I literally wanted to throw up throughout the entire scene. So there's that. And then, so there's this Ron Swanson episode, mm-hmm. um, which... Nick Offerman, by the way. Nick Offerman. Real, real I can't. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. So he yeah. was like the I one guy. I got the reference. Yeah. He was like super prepared. Yeah. Like you got he, the reference because you got the beard. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like was prepared for all this shit to come down. And he would, he, you know, knew, he knew how to, he knew how to woodwork. He knew how to generate electricity with a generator. He built a fence. He knew how to chop up cows he was a survivalist he was a sur- yeah survivalist yeah. right 100 i was like we are nowhere near that level of survival like i would not i would not make it like i would have to like depend on ray for everything i'm just i'm just like it just makes me think like oh my god everyone got like shipped off into a camp and they like all mm-hmm. got gunned down you know and I'm just kind of like, man, I get to worry about like my outfit to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Like, I get to like complain about like, oh my gosh, my stomach hurts and migraines and like little shit like that. What's crazy to me with all these shows is just how people think about it. Think about all of it. Yeah. I al- I always hearken it back to like when uh, you uh, watch um, like Law and Order. It's like these are oh, God. they're all based on something or like the writer like. They gotta be so creative with how they think of like how the world is gonna end, and I'm just like, I don't even know what I ate for lunch this. <laughs> after, and you're thinking about how, oh well, we gotta make it realistic, so we'll do a fungus this time. Oh, like if they have an arc, you know, I I can't handle it. Like, I get real anxious, so I have yeah. to read the synopsis of the episode ahead of time. Really? So if I so I have to know that someone's gonna die. You know, I have but to that's like a spoiler. How how she much is it? Spoilers. Bro. She needs the yeah. spoilers. I need it to live. 
I need it to live. Oh, no. Like, I'm so glad the internet is here. Because <laughs> if I lived at a time where you had to watch the show yeah. and not have any clue what happens to it, I wouldn't watch anything. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's my good. That's good that you're not, we're not living in a post-apocalyptic world. Yep. Ray, would you survive? Uh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. I have an arsenal. And, oh, awesome. Um, plans. I'm not, I'm nowhere near. You're not a doomsday prepper. No, I'm nowhere near that level. Okay. But because of a lot of these shows, they make you think. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I have general ideas of what I would want to do or how I would want to execute or get out of the, get out of Dodge or whatever we want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would survive for a little bit. So Ray, before five years before COVID, was already stocking up on N95 masks. Smart man. I had a hundred pack just sitting in my house. Awesome. Um, and so I had the N95s. I was like, How you know, did you know that that was like the mask? The, Research? So, no, yeah. So I researched the different masks because um, there. I mean, you never know when you're gonna need a mask. And I think one of the times when I did it was because we went to San Francisco. Oh, for my brother's wedding. Yeah, we went for a wedding, and they had this, like, really bad uh, fire, right? It was a fire? Yeah, so the for- there was, like, a bunch of forest fires. Okay. So, like, so the, the air, quality air quality was, was like, horrible. it was, like, 180, like, you know, Dust particles per whatever. And even in your car with the air turned on and everything, it was it felt suffocating. Yeah. Like, you couldn't breathe. And my brother had a wedding, an outdoor wedding, next to the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh. And, like... We had to wear a beautiful a mask. wedding, it was but beautiful. it was. But you couldn't even see the freaking bridge because it was so. It was covered in not fog. Yeah. It was covered in all that dust, dust. and particles. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's that was the reason yeah. why I got the mask, and I bought a. I bought them in bulk. I'm like they were they were like seven bucks for a hundred of them from China. Yeah, and so <laughs> like I had them, and then yeah. when when yeah when COVID happened, I was like. Got it unlocked. Let's go. I'm already prepared. You had boxes of like hand sanitizer too. Uh Yep, I bought the hand sanitizer in bulk and um, just you know because that stuff is stuff that doesn't go bad. Nope. You could use it for any situation where it's applicable. Yeah. And um, yeah, like it. Yeah, it was nice to have it. And then her brother ended up coming back, coming to Vegas one time, and he was like, "The air quality is so bad, and we can't find N95s anywhere." I'm like, "Wait right here." Wait, wait. <laughs> and I went and grabbed them a bunch, and I'm like, here you go. Have fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's um, awesome. It worked out. So I think, like, I and I have a bunch of different provisions, like, of the such. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I got waterproof matches, and you never know when you're going to need a light of fire. No. You know what I mean? Because um, you can't trust that lighter from the TV show. Apparently not. Nope. No Zippos around here. <laughs> <laughs> It's, the people at Zippos must have been so mad when they watched that episode. Like, we always work. What do you mean? I wonder how many, like, defamation suits they've, oh, they've filed. Oh, 100%. They're, they're coming for HBO's bag. <laughs> Come on, HBO. That's not how our lighter works, bro. <laughs> or they probably sent them a message like, you think it's okay if we do this? Yeah, right. And they're like, it'd be funny. They'd be like, it's okay. Just take off our logo. Yeah. Use a generic version. At the end of the day, it's still advertising for their sure, product. 100%. And it did end up working at the end, and uh, they were able to escape and all that good stuff. So, But, like, when you think about, so, The Man- the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. have you are you all caught up? No, I've on only it? watched, I believe, is it the second season where they have Luke come in? 
I think that was oh, the first season. That was the first was season. The fir- okay, yeah. so then yeah, towards the end only of the first the, season, yeah. I'm only in the first season, so. Oh, okay. You should been, but it's so good. It's I know so it's good. good. I need to, yeah. I need to. When get you that. have time, I guess if you're working until like two o'clock in the morning, you don't really have time to <laughs> binge watch shows. No. <laughs> he's got work to do. No, he's focused on his career and all that stuff. So the Mandalore, the Mandalores have foundlings, like they're little young, you know, trainees. Yeah. And they're like, so they don't have anywhere to live, right? Their planet was decimated. Mm-hmm. So like, thank God we have Earth. Yes. That <laughs> is not decimated at this moment in time. And they're like, they train their their foundlings next to this lake. And this lake has like a huge whale that just pops out of nowhere and like tries to eat their foundlings. Whale's a generous term. It's this big sea monster type thing. Gotcha. And then like, you know, 30 minutes later, you see this like eagle type thing come in and swoop one of the kids. And I'm just like, what? And I'm just kind of like. Thank God we don't have pterodactyls yeah. just coming down from the sky to go and like eat one of our kids. It's the kind of fears that we don't have to worry about. A hundred percent. And that's that, that is, is my good. That's a great good. Yes, <laughs> I, that's I have awesome. a lot of advertisement for different shows. And obviously, do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Would you? Yes. Like, would you like? Would you like to live in that era? Absolutely or? not. Fuck no. No. How would a girl? So this is, might be a little TMI. I don't know how. Like, do you have sisters? I have a sister, yeah. You have a sister, so you know about periods. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, where, at, during medieval times, where the fuck does your period go? 100%. Are you no, shoving you, fucking things no, up your poon It's just, yeah, it's just happening. Or you're just letting it go down your leg. You're like, letting, uh-uh. Yeah. So, so, medieval times, definitely a no-go. No. No. It's a hard pass for me, man. It's hard. It was such a good show, though. Great show. I did, Yeah, until the ending. You know... I hear Are, that a lot. I'm I'm actually okay with the ending. I understand what? it. I get it. Um, look, I just think it. No, like I I think the series. I think the series was great as an end, as a as a whole. But season eight, they lost me because they they wanted to rush it. Yes. So and, like, if if they wanted to if they wanted to make Danny bad, that's great. But the pacing was off. Where it's like one bad thing happened to her, and she's like, "Well, I'm mad now," and I'm like. Does it really just take, or am I just being too oblivious to all past season trauma? I, I think that's part of it because in that show, Danny was crazy from the beginning. But she like, was doing bad things to bad people, so. But the only reason she was not worse was because of the people that she had around her yeah. that were able to talk her down. Towards the end, she got so powerful that there was nobody left to talk her down. True. Um. So I thought it was a natural arc, and I know that was one of the biggest things that people hated about it, but. I digress. Um, it also costs money. Yeah, it also costs. So they had the, to wrap and, it up. Some and way, the writers somehow. wanted to go do other things. Yeah. So. Yeah. There are people like with real lives behind the show. So no, the show was fun. great. Like they but living through that show, like being a part of that whole experience, that phenomenon of that yeah. show was like pretty incredible. Like it was, it took over Television. everything. Yeah. Everybody was talking about it. It was the biggest show since Breaking Bad. I'd argue since Lost. Oh, Ooh, did you ever see that show? I watched a. Uh, my my mom and dad would l- love that show. I never really got into it. It's hard to because that one ended way worse than Game of Thrones ended. Yeah. Any other show, like any other show, that was the Lost was the worst way to end a show. Yeah, because it oh. ended up they all being dead, right? Um. Yeah, and Sopranos. I lied. The Sopranos ending. I hear. I hear. Sopranos ending is is complete the worst. I love the Sopranos ending. I've never seen the Sopranos. Oh, oh. I know. Oh, it's good. All I, can I say know, is but if you're a mobster, 
that's how it freaking ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. If you have mobster family ties, you need to watch Sopranos. Well, yeah, because in my household, uh, on on repeat would be uh, the good, uh, Goodfellas, Goodfellas. Goodfellas nice. Casino. So I, but I haven't gotten around to Sopranos yet. Oh, my god. Meet goodness. Joe Black is one of my. That's a good one. Is one of my dad's favorite films. The short synopsis is death takes a holiday. So he just like he goes around and he falls in love with this girl, but he's just like, because like uh, one of the funniest scenes is he meets like this old Jamaican lady, and she's like, "Take me." It's like I'm done. Ta- it's done. And he goes up to her and he's like, "I would, but I'm on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I get done with my vacation, I'll come and get you." Oh my gosh! Imagine <laughs> that worth how it worked, but. But yeah, awesome. So we got a few goods today. Lots of goods. Um, That's always good. We appreciate you coming. No, thank you for having me. Guys, always listen to this podcast. I love it. Thanks very bad. (laughs) When you comment and message us and stuff, I love it. I love to hear it. And super happy that you listen. Oh. You got it needs to be more. And so oh go ahead and we should we should plug your podcast because Mary has a song podcast. Yeah. So it's uh uh blow the whistle and uh Check out check us out next uh, season. You could just type in "blow the whistle" and it should come up with a logo with a whistle, and it's in red and black lettering. And uh, there's a link in my bio, probably to it. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, there will be after this episode. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, uh, if you guys want to hear just two journalism college students that kind of use their journalism, but then again, it's just like a fan experience. Uh, check out "Blow the Whistle." We talk Raiders. He's a Raiders fan. I'm a Giants fan, but we try to tackle every team. Everybody, we give every team their flowers, and when they deserve to be crapped on, they get crapped on as well. So, are you guys doing your live draft special? Oh man, Diego's really gonna hold me to that one. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but if we figure it out how we do it, we'll 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 try it. You gotta do it. Gotta yeah. do it. Everybody's pressuring us to do a live mm. draft. I need to focus on learning on who the people are for drafting. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like fun. It does. It does, it does sound yeah. like fun. Yeah. So maybe we'll do it. All right, babe, sign us out. Yeah, thanks, Barry, for coming through. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody listening to this episode. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, hit us up on Instagram, at the good and the good. We'll be back next week with a brand new uh, guest and a brand new episode. See you then. It's good. It's good. (laughs) Peace. The good and the good. Did you see the memo about this? Yeah. It's good. It's good. I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. It's good.